Welcome. Glad to be here today. Our subject today is light. Jesus is the light of the world. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And then He was the light of the world. And in John chapter 1, we are introduced to Jesus Christ, who was light. That's our subject today. He was a light that came into a dark place. And this morning we're going to, I'm standing here because I'm going to do a, a, a little object lesson for the, for the kids because you don't have children's church today, okay? So mom and dad, you can fall asleep. Kids, pay attention, okay? When, when our kids were little, uh, we reminded them that they were luminaries, that Jesus is the light of the world, and when they came into the world, he passed his light onto us. Jesus went to heaven to be with his Father, but he passed the light onto us. That makes us luminaries. And so our kids would take paper bags, kind of like, kind of like this, and they would take them and put candles in them, and this doesn't have any candles or anything in it. But they would take candles, and they would put candles in the bag, and they would put them outside on the roof, and they'd put them in the driveway, and they would light up the paper bag. And that would demonstrate to all those that would come by that there is light in this home. And, of course, it was to reflect the fact that we are luminaries. Even as these bags contained light, we were luminaries. And we were to carry on the message that Jesus Christ had. And so today I'm going to, well, I don't have any candles, but I want you to share your light with me today. Will you do that? Because I think here there are many, many that know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Hopefully all of you do. And so we're going to let you participate, okay, if you will. And so we're going to make some light, and so if you can turn the light down just a little bit, that will, that, that'll help because we'll be able to see a little bit better. But everybody here that knows Christ is indeed a luminary, and you have light to share, and you can pass it on to me. And I'm going to take it, and I'm going to put it in the bag. Is that fair enough? And so, uh, we want, especially children, this is for children, so children first, okay? Will you pass me your light? Just throw it. Just throw it to me. Who, who wants to be first? Somebody way in the back. Okay, I, I got it. And, oh, there it is in the bag. I don't know, is there anybody else that has light? Anybody else? No light? No light? Oh, oh, there's one. I got it. I got it. And there it goes in the bag. How many lights do we have that we can put in here? We don't have any candles. I've got one more over here. One more, okay, throw it. Oh boy, that's a that was a fastball. 
But I got it in the bag. I got it in the bag. Somebody here, throw it. Throw me a curveball, okay? Throw it. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. In the bag it goes. We got it. Somebody else. Okay, throw it. Long ways. Mm, I got it. A good catch. Anybody else? I'm not sure how many we have here, but I think we got room for more. The bag's not full yet. Come on. Okay, okay. Good, 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 good. Here it is. In the bag it goes. Anybody else? Okay, good, good. And I got another one in the back. Boy, it's taking a... Okay, you're way over here. I had to go to get it. I don't know. Okay, throw it. Okay. Ooh, that was high. There it goes. How many more do we have? Okay, we got it, I think. Oh, it's in the bag. You know, just like my kids, they put candles in the bag and they put it outside so everybody could see that in this house there was light. We put, we put in the bag light, your light, that God wants you to pass on to others that don't know Jesus Christ. And I would hope that in your neighborhood people know that you are people of light. Our neighbor has a Santa Claus out in front of their yard. Well, we don't have a Santa Claus in front of our yard Hopefully we have the light of Jesus Christ. But you know something? I'm reminded that each one of us has light, but I'm reminded that when I was a kid, there was a song that we sang that said, This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Remember that song? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And then the last verse scares me a little bit. The last verse scares me a little bit because it says, don't let Satan put it out. And you know, that's what, G- that's what Satan wants to do. He can't take the light away from you. He can't take it away from you. But he can put it out so nobody can see it. So the song says, put it under a bushel? No. I'm going to let it shine. And you know, when we allow sin to come into our life, Satan takes advantage of that, doesn't he? And the devil is, he's, he will take advantage of it if, if, if he can, if we let him. And unfortunately, maybe, maybe there's somebody here who has been given the light, and you are a luminary for Jesus. But Satan has come, and he's... and he's put it out. Sad, isn't it? But that happens so easily. And so, Jesus, the light of the world, let's pray. Father, we thank you that you've given to us the privilege of being light in a very, very dark world. We know that Satan would try to blow it out, and and so we're not effective. I pray that each one of us would be strong and courageous 
and that we hold on to our light and let others know that we are luminaries for the Lord Jesus Christ. So bless the time that we have this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles, you may turn to the the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John. Now, I would like to share with you how Jesus Christ was introduced in the Bible. We'll begin with verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Now, turn over to chapter 3. To chapter 3, verse 20. And every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Now come over to chapter 8. John chapter 8. Verse 12, then Jesus said again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of lights. And then turn back a few pages to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. No, John chapter 5. Yeah, Matthew chapter 5. I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Jesus was introduced as light of the world, and now he says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. So, let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Would you go back with me about 2,000 years? 2,000 years ago were difficult days. There were no street lights. There was no electricity. Very few even had oil 
to put in their lamps. The workday was done, and the sun had set. Now, nights in Israel lasted between 13 and 14 hours. So there was close to 14 hours of darkness in that part of the world. Winter was really dreaded. The evening hours in winter were particularly dreaded. There were no lamps for most people, no books, no TV, no computers, no iPads, no movies, and even if they had some games to play, there would be hard-pressed to get light so they could see. Now, to add to that desperation when winter came and they knew that for 14 hours a day they would live in darkness, that they would somehow have to find something to do. But in the midst of that, they had just finished 400 years of spiritual darkness. When Jesus came, there had been what we call the 400 silent years when God didn't speak to the people. There were no prophets, there were no priests, there there was utter silence from God. All through the Old Testament, God spoke to the people. But there was 400 years, and the people were desperate from something from God. They were desperate to to know that something would, would happen. And then Jesus came. In the midst of that darkness, in the midst of that desperation, Jesus came and he said, I want to be your light. I want to be light to your path. I want to be your spiritual fragrance, and you will never be in darkness again. Well, you know, that got their attention. Because in the midst of a 14-hour nighttime, they were desperate for light. And you know, Jesus healed the blind. But he did far more than just heal the blind. It was more than simply a miracle. But it was a vivid object lesson. To show that Jesus takes darkness and makes it light. And so therefore, light is a word that so often describes Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 5, we read, For you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So walk as children of light. Hence we have the song, This Little Light of Mine, I'm Going to Let It Shine. Paul says, you were once in darkness, 
But now, even when it's dark outside, even in a dark culture, even in a culture desperate to hear something from God, he said, walk as children of light. In other words, walk as luminaries that reflect the light of Christ. We have no light of our own. All we can do is reflect the light of Jesus Christ. Winter is a problem to many. We call it the winter blues. I have a sister who is afflicted with what she calls seasonal affective disorder. Now, this is particularly common in Washington, Michigan, and Ohio. And what this really means is the sun is necessary to provide healing. And during the short days of winter when there isn't much sunlight, it affects certain people and they become depressed. We need the sun for healing. We need the sun for vitamin. My doctor told me Last time I went to see him that I needed to take vitamin D supplements because I didn't have enough vitamin D in my system. And he said, you need to get out in the sun more. So we get from the sun healing, nutrition, and energy. And in fact, I saw at the store a while back a a light bulb. It was called a full-spectrum light bulb that simulates the sun. So people that are deprived of sunlight can, can have this light shine in their living room so that it tweaks their endocrine system and it helps them to avoid the depression that comes with the lack of sunlight. But this is what we do with Christ. And There are some times if we don't exercise and if we don't reflect the light of Christ, it can desperately affect us. If we don't reflect the light of Christ and if we don't allow Christ and and His Word to be reflected in us through His Word, we will become affected in a negative way. The world can't see the light of Christ because Christ is in heaven, but he left with us his light. And we must take it to them. There are people that like to say, well, I will witness for Christ, but I want them to come to me. That's not what Jesus said. He said, go into the world and take the gospel to them. But you see, the light only shines so far. I mean, you can't expect you to be a luminary here and expect somebody on the other side of the world to see it. I I like flashlights. I have a collection of flashlights. I have a a little flashlight on my keychain, and uh, and it's little. It's tiny. It cost me fifteen cents. And it, it doesn't go very far, maybe a foot and a half. 
And if your light only goes a foot and a half, you're not going to reach too many people. I have another flashlight that I bought that is a pretty good flashlight. And look at how far this shines. It really is a good flashlight. And it may shine outside at night, maybe 50 feet. But then you can't see it anymore. The lesson is this. We must find darkness. We must find a dark place and confront the darkness and illuminate the gospel and engage people with the gospel. Jesus never said that we're supposed to sit in our in our safe haven of the church and wait for people to come to us. That's not what he said. You know, we have a, a lot of churches have a welcome sign. Welcome to whatever church. But our goal is to take the light to where the people are and the people in darkness. And when Jesus came into the world, he came into a very, very dark world. He came into a world that was dark spiritually. He came into a world that was dark seasonally. And he came into a desperate world that was looking. I mean, the prophets knew that, that Jesus would come because they had the book of Isaiah. They knew that the Christ child was expected. And so in this world, there are very dark places. And you may find your place of work a dark place. That's where God wants you to illuminate. You may find your school a very, very dark place. And you may think you're the only Christian. But God wants you to shine for Jesus Christ. You may find your family... Apart from Christ, God wants you this Christmas to discover those in your family who don't know Jesus. You know who they are. And that's your mission. That's your mission this Christmas to when you get together for uh, family dinners and family activities to discover those that don't know Jesus Christ and be an illuminary be one that reflects the light of Christ that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So we must not just stand and wait as a planted pot waiting for people to notice us. We are to discover who they are and be a light. Because your light may only go so far and that it will not be seen. Envision yourself as a luminary, glowing. We have a man in our church who, who wanted to be a light, and so he went to the shopping mall where there were probably very few people, and he would find a park bench and, at, the, at the shopping mall. And he took with him his small little Evangel cube. You know what Evangel cube is? Okay, it's like a Rubik's cube. 
Only you move things around, and as you do that, there's pictures, and it tells the gospel story. And he would sit at the park bench, and he would just play with his Rubik's Cube, or the Evangel Cube. And somebody sooner or later would come by and sit next to him, and, and he would sit there and be playing around with this. And sooner or later, just about everybody would ask, what is that? What is that that you're doing? And he would say, well, let me tell you the story of Jesus. And he would go through the plan of salvation. And this is what he would did in his spare time. He went to a dark place and let his light shine. A few years ago, my wife and I went on a, on a cruise. And I said, Lord, the only way I'm going to go on a cruise is if you allow me to have the opportunity of sharing Christ with three people. So I had a goal. I said, God, three people. And so I went on the cruise, and I, and I kept thinking. Now, I told God, and God's going to answer this prayer. And if, if, you, if you ever pray to God and ask him to, to provide opportunities to witness, be certain he will. And so I had my, my little Kindle reader, and I was sitting on a chair overlooking the ocean, and I was reading. And one of the workers came up to me and said, what are you reading? And I said, I'm reading about Jesus. And I was. And he said, who is Jesus? I said, let me tell you. And I had the opportunity to share the gospel with him. Well, we went ashore, and my wife was in the gift store shopping, and I hate gift stores. I just hate shopping, period, okay? And she was in the store shopping, and I bought a Coke, Diet Coke, by the way, and I went outside to the bench in front of the gift store. And there was, uh, uh, I, I sat down on the bench, and a, a few uh, minutes later, a 30-year-old lady came by and said, can I sit here? I said, sure. And she said, you won't mind me drinking my beer? I said, oh, no, ma'am, if you don't mind me drinking my Diet Coke. I said, neither one of them are good for us. I said, but we'll probably both get to heaven sooner. And right away, she recoiled. And she said, I will not hear it. You will not talk to me about your God. I'm not going to listen to that. I'll stop it. Just like that. I said, okay, ma'am, no offense. And so it was quiet for two full minutes. And that's a long time when you stop to think, where do I go? And I mean, they didn't teach me evangelism 101 where you go from here. I said, I had no idea where to go with this, but the Holy Spirit did. Two minutes went by, and all of a sudden she looks at me and says, well, aren't you going to tell me? Tell me what? Aren't you going to tell me your story? Now, only the Holy Spirit could do that. Only the Holy Spirit could do that. And I said, ma'am, if you would like me to tell you my story, I would be delighted. And I said, I grew up in a Christian home, and by the time I was a teenager, I was, I, I was desperate and, and uh, searching for something. And I 
told her how I came to know Jesus Christ as my Savior. And so I, I really didn't do anything. I, I sat down on a park bench with my Diet Coke. And the Holy Spirit provided an open door. Now, why did he do that? The only reason he did that is because before I went on that trip, I said, oh God, <coughs> I am going to a dark place. There's a lot of unsafe people. And I ask you if you would provide opportunities to witness. And he did. And he will for you as well. So wherever you go, whether it's this Christmas, whether it's New Year's, wherever your travels find you, see yourself as an illuminary in a very, very dark place. This is our mission. This is our commission to be lights. There is an Irish prayer that is about 4,000 years old. And it goes something like this. As I arise today, may the strength of God pilot me. May the power of God uphold me. May the wisdom of God guide me. May the eye of God look before me. May the ear of God hear me. May the word of God speak to me. May the hand of God protect me. And may the way of God lie before me. May the shield of God defend me and the host of God save me. May Christ encompass me today. Christ with me. Christ before me. Christ behind me. Christ in me. Christ beneath me. Christ above me. Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, and Christ when I sit. Christ when I stand, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in the every eye that sees me, and Christ in every ear that hears me today. May this truly be a Christ-centered Christmas. May God enable us that this simple prayer from some Irish believer be claimed by each one of us. May Christ be seen in me. Let's pray. Now, Father, we thank you for the opportunity of reflecting the light of your Son. May we take this seriously. May we see this as our mission. May we not be afraid to go into dark places because you promised that you would protect us. You promised that you would enable us to speak and you promised that the Holy Spirit would go before us. So, some that are here, Father, 
will celebrate Christmas in a family that does not know the Lord, and maybe they go into a dark place. There are some that go to work into a dark place. There are some that go into their home, and maybe they have a a spouse, or maybe they have parents that don't know the Lord, and they and they go into a dark place. Give us courage. Know that the Holy Spirit goes before us, and the Word of God is our wisdom. May we not be afraid. Dare we, dare we this Christmas pray that you would provide opportunities, that you would open doors. We know that you will do that. May we have the courage during this time of the year, to reflect Jesus, the light of the world. For it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.